People's Patriot Project. That was weird. All right, we're here with the People's Patriot Project tonight. It is June 19th, 2022. We're going to bring you our weekly show slash podcast that we call We Got Your Six at Six, Patriot Playtime. Each week, we bring you a guest and many times a brand new musician. We share all the good and sometimes not so good things that are happening in our world. Tonight's show promises to be an evening of fun and amazing discussion. Uh, we will have Dan Hudson and musician Waylon McMullen tonight. But first, I'm going to ask that you take off your hat and stand if you can and join us in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag, to the flag of, of the United, United States, States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty because there's something we got to talk about tonight. Um, and that is happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Um, that's those who have proactively assumed the role of nurturing and nurturing their children to be a positive and proactive part of this world. First of all, we want to thank those fathers that had a higher sense of duty when duty called. Thank you to those fathers out there that are deployed those who are serving in our military and serving as first responders. And thank you to those fathers who instilled in their children the values of service. And because of that, they are missing their children as they are out there deployed or serving our military and maybe working as a first responder on this father's holiday. Um, our hearts go out to those gold star fathers that have lost a child due to their service while on duty or post duty. And then to all the rest of you, may you have a wonderful Father's Day. Thank you. And that uh, goes out to all those that actually even take on some extended uh, duties, whether it's some of those mothers that are taking on dual roles as mother and father and trying to figure out that role. 
Uh, some of those, uh, me and Dan were having a, a great conversation pre, uh, pre-show in the fact that uh, uh, our family has adopted the entire Fister group out of uh, Fort Riley who uh, came up through Stephen's service, and uh, we extend uh, kind of those parental pieces, uh, guidance, um, go reach in the cooler Just for a cold one opportunities. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the opportunity to wine and dine them when we get down there to see him and let him know that we care. And so um, I got a question because, and I actually was probing Dan a little bit, and maybe this happens to mothers too. When your children reach the age of consumption, a.k.a. 21, 20, whatever, do they think, how many of your children think that it's important to keep the father under the drink for the majority of the day? Because I think that was the goal for my children today was like, uh, can we keep dad drinking from breakfast until showtime? I did take a break. There was a time where I said, you know what, guys, there's a show tonight. Uh, I do have some new flavors sitting here next to me, but that's that was our old show, uh, What's in Your Cup. But uh, <laughs> a couple of things here. Um, that Waylon, are you a father, brother? I am. I've got three kids. Well, thank you for uh, not only your service, but your service as a father and, and what you've done. Dan is uh, a, a shared father, and thank you for the, the role model you are, Dan, and uh, the extra pieces that those who have served – uh, have instilled in their children. That's it's just greatly appreciated. And uh, Brian Gibson, thank you for your, your compliments. Thank you for Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you as well. Project Die Hard out of uh, uh, Illinois, Macanda, Illinois, Paducah, Kansas, sharing the two-state transition there. But um, And they have an event coming this uh, at the end of July, uh, Hope Stock, and uh, check into project die hard and their mission and what they're doing so for sure they've got a list of uh volunteers donors sponsors uh and i believe brian's got that on multiple of his sites on facebook so check that out see if there's a place for you to fit in i think we're still on the, i think i think if gas goes below four bucks it's not a question i don't know what we're gonna do yet we're just, there we're, yeah we're we're working on it we're working on it Gentlemen, thank you for joining us this weekend. It's good to have both of you. Hey, thank you. Happy Father's Day. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So we have Dan Hudson with us with Operation Check 6, and uh, he's been in the network for a short stay but has moved mountains since he's he's joined the network, and we just greatly appreciate Dan and his effort and, and kind of the behind-the-scenes work that he's doing. We're going to hear more about Check 6 here in a minute, and then we got – Waylon McCollum, McMullen, sorry, um, uh, came to us. Now, Jen Ford recommended you. What an amazing – do you know Jen? Yeah. I, I don't have enough positive things to say about Jen. She's one of the hardest people in the industry, and uh, we love when she brings us new people, and we're excited to have you here, brother. Do you yeah, have positive things to say about Jen? <laughs> She is one of the most genuine people I have ever had the honor to meet. This might be a bit personal, but have you ever fallen asleep in front of Jen Ford? No. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, she will make a TikTok 
maybe, maybe about you and uh, spread it for the world to see. And that's uh, that okay. evidence so is out there for me. I have fallen asleep on a TikTok live before this, <laughs> but thankfully I had the three boxes and, and I was over to the side and they did everything that they could to wake me up. And the only thing that woke me was they finally played a crying baby. And, and I, I jerked up, turned my live off, and then just sat there going, what? So I, I guess tell me you're a dad without telling me you're a dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. And uh, you did it. You did it. So, uh, Brian, gosh, this is this is a humbling piece because uh, uh, Brian has gone the extra steps out there to create a GoFundMe. Um, and we greatly appreciate it. We'll try and get this thing done on our own, but we would love to join him for Hope Stock down in uh, Paducah. Uh, no, Macanda. Okay. Um, yep. and, um, and we'd love to be there. And uh, it's a good time, a great mission. And um, we appreciate everything done. Robert, always a pleasure to have you here, brother. Happy Father's Day. Um, awesome. Well, Dan. You got something called Operation Check Six. I do. I don't know what I got myself into, but I'm glad you guys reached out. No, I'm kidding. I, <laughs> we, we, it was actually a brainstorm of my wife, and uh, it's nothing new. Honestly, we're not reinventing a wheel here, but we were just, we've been around the music industry for some time locally, and there's just so much local talent and uh, working with uh, the local VA and their mental health unit. Uh, one of the most effective uh, therapies most recently has been a writing therapy. And those who are doing so well in this writing therapy had these incredible stories. Um, some of trauma, some of just experience. It's like, hey, let's take this to a level where we can take something so ugly and try and make something beautiful out of it. Let's take these stories. We'll get tapped into our local music genre and we'll see if we can't pair some of these vets up if they want and we'll make some music out of these stories and that's how it all began and uh, I had aspirations of art and all this other stuff and music just seems to dominate this organization and honestly the poetry it's it's just touching and we've had such great local support so I I'm very blessed we're very grateful and you're located in Minnesota, is that correct? I am, right up by the Detroit Lakes area. It's very busy around here this time of year. Oh, I bet. Um, <laughs> yes, you do. It's the interview process. It's. Uh, I, I, yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, yeah, and if you haven't been in Minnesota, Detroit Lakes is, is kind of on the north, northwest side of the state, and it's a very vacationy lake type of piece, and uh, Detroit Lakes is also home of something that we call Wee Fest out here in Minnesota, which is one of the largest uh, – country music event pieces out there and uh um not necessarily a piece of anything we need to talk about but just giving some some references to where we're at and what they're doing um so you take poetry is that and that's your main the main mission and you you partnered up with musicians is that what i'm hearing yeah it, it's it's it can be any writing and uh even right before the show before our uh our pre-show conversation um i had received a poem from uh, the veteran that sent us our first piece and she's written another one and she had sent it to me before. And she goes, I think it's time that we take a look at this again. And she's not wrong. And that first piece she sent me, we're both on the advisory board for uh, it's called the warriors in the North up here. And they, they promote art. They do the mask making for therapy and things like that. Well, 
we incorporated uh, music into it. And when I approached Warriors in the North with the idea, they, I was sitting there and I get a text message from across the table from her. And I read this poem because I wasn't really paying attention to what everybody else was doing. And it was like, it hit me in the gut. I was like, oh my God. And it took me aback because I've been in law enforcement for 27 years and I've been to several sexual assaults and horrible things. But this was my friend and she sent me a poem talking about a very personal experience to her. The, the situation was it, it lined up. We arranged it together into like a very rough musical score. And um, we got connected with uh, Alyssa Ruffin who took this and made it a song we didn't realize what was going to happen that year but the song ends up getting produced and then it got nominated for a Josie an independent single of the year and that was number one for us and it's like what a roller coaster year for song number one so uh some of the uh, vets that have come in there now are expecting that every time and we have to kind of <laughs> pull the reins back just a little bit but what a great journey and what a what a terrific uh, performance by Alyssa and it just she's so talented and gifted and giving she's a mission 22 ambassador her husband's a captain in space force and they're just all about giving back and they're just terrific people and a terrific family and here I am this guy and it, the song was it, it was about sexual assault and here I am in the middle of this chain of incredible strong and courageous women all telling their stories and here i am in the middle with my mouth shut because i'm really now seeing a completely different side of this other than going from call to call i'm experiencing this to some degree and the respect that i have and the drive that i have that, that that's really one of the main drives i have now it's like i think back to that and like man they they live through hell and they gave me such a gift and opened my eyes. What a blessing. Now, now this is, and I don't want to delineate from this because I want to get back to the subject matter because it's, it's actually bigger than people think it is. Um, if you haven't been in the military roles and, and sadly, unfortunately, I think if you have been in the military world, I think you've actually seen it happen and either you turned a blind eye to it or you allowed it to happen or you, you just, brushed over and swept under the carpet and and that's it's it's embarrassing it's sad but i i want to kind of so we met dan actually and it's weird because we're a minnesota organization he's a minnesota organization but we actually met him through another new we'll call her an artist and influencer sugar rose who has a show on uh on our platform every monday at seven o'clock if you get the chance uh Tune into that. Sugar Rose is an amazing, amazing heart, uh, uh, an amazing person, uh, and has a, a story and a mission as well. And uh, we, we love having Sugar Rose around. And she said, well, I want you to meet Dan. Well, it's really weird because I'm like, well, why don't we know Dan already? Because we're from Minnesota. <laughs> And uh, my so fault, we, probably. <laughs> no, well, it, it's so it's really weird. Um, yeah. when we built the People's Patriot Project, we actually had a a marketing expert come to us and say, "Well, why would you want to get into the saturated field?" And I'm like, uh, 
stop your nonsense. We know that there's a branded number of 22 lost every day, and we actually go with 17 to 75 because statistically those are the numbers too. It's pretty broad when you look at 75, but uh, that's what we use, and every once in a while we'll we'll ride the coattails of the 22, and we'll hear people say, well, we got the 21. I'm like, stop your talking. We, we Andrea's pretty aggressive about this too. She just mows them over and just moves past them. Um, but it was, I lost my state of mind for a moment, so it may not come back, but it might. Anyway, it's, it's important to connect. And I didn't realize how many organizations really were out there. But then our mission kind of changed a little bit. And our mission changed to cut the fluff. Because we have a lot of veterans and first responders that get to a point where they're in crisis and they don't know where to reach. They're not going to call the crisis hotline. We promote it. We put it out there. If that is a source that you're willing to, to partake in, call the, the suicide hotline, the crisis hotline. Those those are proactive opportunities for you. But I know our police and first responders, for the most part, aren't going to call that number because they don't want the stigma. They don't want the connection. They don't want those pieces. So uh, reach out to the People's Patriot Project and anyone on here. I'm, I'm, there's a lot of us out there. And... I say that so veterans and first responders understand we can cover you. We got your back. We got your six, not only at six, but all the time. But tonight we're doing Patriot Playtime at six o'clock. Um, there are resources to take care of you. Um, I had a veteran reach out to me this weekend, issues with housing, getting evicted. And uh, right now the People's Patriot Project can't assist him in that. But... I knew the next organization to get hold of. We do a direct call, say, hey, this is what we got. So Sugar Rose brings us Dan. Dan has been an amazing influencer on me already and has just shared an amazing heart and where his drive and passion is going. And we can see where plugging in him into some of our other artists and into our other missions uh, is going to be beneficial. We've asked Dan, would you like to be part of that? And uh, so far, he said yes. Um, maybe if he hangs around a little longer, he'll say, like he said from the beginning, what the hell have I got myself into? And that's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm but last night, <laughs> last night he assured me he's not a short stayer. So, hey, uh, I'm not we'll, a three-monther, man. You, you marry me, you're in it. <laughs> There's a I few more of us that you need to meet yet. I, I've, I'm feeling your commitment, but just hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> well, and amazing is he just brought up another name, Alyssa Ruffin, who is a musician out there in the world, and we've seen some of her clips. Well, we've already got her book for July 17th, and she's going to be coming on and uh, sharing her talent, and uh, we'll see the stuff that she said. And this Josie Awards thing keeps popping up, and we have so many of our veteran, and I can't say first responder yet. I I don't know a first responder yet in our network that has made it, but we've got like eight of our our uh, our veterans nominated for parts of the Josie experience. And so October 20th through the 25th, uh, the event is on the 23rd, the actual show, and uh, we are part of JMA, which is the 22nd. The People's Patriot Project will be down in Nashville to be part of the Josie Awards at the Grand Ole Opry. And uh, we're just amazingly ecstatic about that opportunity. And um, one of our dearest uh, 
Tony Turner is up for male vocalist of the year. Um, outlaw. I always say it wrong, but it's the outlaw vocalist. Vocalist, yeah. Travis Partington, good to see you, brother. Oscar Mike Radio, always great to see you. And uh, just the network that this is family. It's family. Um, Brian Gibson, way to go, team. Thank you, sir. Uh, it's because we all get to do it together, and that's just awesome. Dan, don't go away. We're going to talk more. We'll grow more. We'll become, we'll have family dinner more. I like that. Me and Andrew like are planning a, a trip out to see you. Um, Perfect. But let's pull Waylon into this conversation. Well, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I, I, good. I, I won't lie. Before I came on here, I, I was completely nervous. I've only done two radio interviews before and, for some reason, I, I, I can get up and perform in front of people, but radio shows just make me, I don't know, nervous. Well, I'm going to tell you one of the greatest compliments that we've gotten, and uh, we got this originally from Chris Turner, who's a national musician. Uh, he said, when I came on your show, it felt like I was with family immediately. And that's a pretty huge accolade I have covering, but I hope you're getting the same feeling, and I hope that yeah. uh, this is something you see a value. So yeah, you, you you guys definitely put me at ease with that. Like, it, it's not a rapid fire question like some of the other. <laughs> oh, we haven't got to that point yet. But oh, we're, we're ready. Well, Here well, they come. There's <laughs> a lot of time left here. <laughs> well. Dan, you say there's a lot of time yet, but and this is what's crazy. We have such a great time and have such awesome conversation. We're already halfway done, and uh, we just started. I don't know how the news pulls off the news with, like, eight commercial breaks, and they still get the news out because we, we haven't even put a commercial break out there yet, and we're halfway done, and it's get there. So, so I, I actually know why that is. It's because they have so little to say, but they pretend <laughs> that they have a lot to say. Because yes, yes. then they can make up what they don't have to say. Yes, oh my exactly. But those, those breaks are where they're trying to figure out what to say next. You're right. Here's a here's a railroad crossing being built in Omaha for the corn. I don't know what. Yeah. Right? For the corn. Let's not let's not talk about newsworthy <laughs> subjects right now. <laughs> We got we got people falling off of bikes and all kinds of craziness. And um, Waylon, where are you calling in from, brother? Uh, Corpus Christi, Texas. Oh heck Cor yeah! Oh Ooh. heck yeah! I, I, from what I understand, I think there's a, a trip that Miss Ford is planning on going down to Corpus Christi later this summer. I think summer. for a minute, and then to Padre. Yeah. What's what's the weather like down there? A little is it a little brisk? Uh, so it was 91 today. It was like a wall. Um, that was like a wall. I remember like you open the door and the air conditioning goes like 10 feet out and then the wall. <laughs> so you're like, oh, it's not so bad out here. And then two more steps and you're like, good God, what is it? It's here. Well, yeah. You drive the streets of Houston and like, there's no people on the streets <laughs> anywhere. And I'm like, are we in a ghost town? And you don't realize in Houston, everything's underground. You're walking through. In the part where you uh, were, yeah, there was all those yeah, tunnels. It's all yeah. underground. And it's like, where are the people? They're not, there's mm -hmm. no one here. They're and smarter so. than that. That's the thing. What so tell us about your service. What yeah, what branch of service in? How long did you serve? Uh so I was briefly in the Army National Guard. Um, and then I went into the Navy 
uh, some years later. I was actually medically discharged from the Navy. Um, and so I decided I wasn't done with the military yet. I, I didn't feel like I'd done the extent I wasn't ready. So I actually joined the Texas State Guard and served. So on and off from 2003 to what was it 2017 wow very nice so it, it was it was kind of if you slap all of them together it's very intermittent but sure I, I i was always around volunteering my time and everything I, I i never could get the military out of my blood um until i finally decided to step away and i'm actually i'm a marine biologist now Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. I, cool. I legitimately work with shark genetics. No, not like deep blue sea. Uh, I'm, I'm not mutating sharks or anything like that. I'm <laughs> trying to find out if they're mutating ahead of time. Uh, and, and I always tell everyone uh, if I was going to do something scientific like that, I'd rather create a shark NATO because that just looks cooler. That's so do funny. you get to like go into like shark cages and go hang out with sharks and stuff? Uh, so I actually don't use cages. Um, mm -hmm. I actually dive with them and uh, study the ecology and everything. Whenever we're doing um, the genetic sampling, we'll use long lines, um, gill nets and things like that to bring them up, do fin clippings and everything, and then put them back in the water as quickly as we can. We actually just helped the Texas State Aquarium um, acquire a bonnet head hammerhead shark. Um, I love Sharknado. <laughs> yes. They need more Sharknado movies. Just saying. Um, but we actually just helped them acquire their, their first bonnet head hammerhead shark. So the bonnet head, it's, it's, it's not extended. It looks more like a, a shovel head. All right. Interesting. This is, this is probably one of the most intriguing of all of the like post deployment, post enlistment uh, jobs that we've had. Um, but the reason why we celebrate our musicians that have served is because we think that they've, they've done a little extra before they put into the music world and uh, you're doing more. And uh, then we get these amazing gifts and, and little trinkets of life lessons and, um, from those, I mean, you didn't get to go to the school of Juilliard and uh, spend all your snotty nose years uh, learning music. You went and cut your teeth in real life stuff, and then you, you gave a shot at it. And we greatly appreciate it, and that's why we honor our veteran musicians, because you have amazing stories. And not every musician that comes on has a, a crisis-type song. I, I know you've got uh, I've Got Your Six, and... And the two other songs we're featuring tonight, but uh, some of our musicians, our military musicians, or veteran musicians, just are musicians, and they have some amazing, amazing. Jen Ford, my goodness, um, her song list and her set list is just amazing, and how hard she works in the industry, and we just love promoting her. and And our list goes way deeper right. than that, but uh, that's our common denominator here, and so. Uh, well, let's run one of yours. Um, we've got three songs up for you right now. Um, is there one that you prefer? Uh, so if we want to go in the order that I wrote them, uh, Not Ready to Go was my first one. And that actually 
the majority of my songs tie into the time that I was medically uh, discharged. And so the day that I was medically discharged, I called home and found out that my uncle, who was the closest thing that I had to a dad, that he died that same day. So it was a horrid day for me. Sure. Um, and so whenever I got home, I actually, I sat down and I wrote not ready to go. We got Waylon McMullen with Not Ready to Go. We all gathered round that hospital bed Knowing goodbyes had to be said We were crying tears when he opened his eyes in them there seemed to be no more fire But then we heard him say I'm not ready to go, so much left to do So dry your eyes today, I refuse I'm not ready to go We all stood there shocked and amazed None of us knowing what to say Not daring to speak, afraid it was a dream Those words that he said I'm not ready to go, so much left to do So drag your ass today, I refuse I'm not ready to go Day after day, we watched that fight He got weaker every single night Till the moment that we knew it was time When he would gain his wings and take flight And when he did, I whispered I'm not ready for you to go so much left for us to do I can't dry my eyes, can't say goodbye I'm not ready for you to go I'm not ready for you to go Cause I'm gonna miss you Tammy doesn't help us here. Um, great song, great message, and uh, really close and dear. Uh, one of the People's Patriot Project uh, staff, uh, Tammy, lover to death, just lost her mother a couple of weeks ago, and not ready to let her go either. And uh, our hearts are with you, Tammy. And uh, I just, I just have to jump in here. That it is so refreshing to hear this music. I guess for lack of a better term, it's such a storytelling song and it's so raw, pure and honest. It's uh, it's like Waylon McCullum meets Bob Dylan almost. And I, I, I don't, it, it is such a cool voice and it's just smooth. I love it. Thank you. 
I, I actually I prefer most of the songs that I write to be real life because I, I, I mean anyone can write a song about uh, someone's dog dying, their their wife leaving and, and the, the truck abandoning them abandoning them. I mean, real life is what we connect to and, and I, I am trying to get more into music that, that I call road trip music, like the stuff that you jam out to on the road trip. What I've written so far it's not road trip music. It, it's thought provoking. It's, it's raw. It's, it's me. I I'm, I'm in the process of trying to find where the two meld into who I'm going to be as an artist. I really like that. Normally um, after show, we do our a collaboration piece and, and talk about where, where ideas are born. Um, we try to be a catalyst of opportunity. And I'm thinking of uh, some brothers up north, uh, Jack Yoder and Chris Moreau, who are both veteran musicians. One's from, I'm not really sure where Jack's from. He travels everywhere. But what one of the amazing things we did this last year, and Jen Ford was part of it, is we brought, uh, originally I planned to have six musicians come to Minnesota. And we put them up in the Airbnb and we let them sing or songwrite the whole weekend. And then they went and did first, they did a song 10 minutes off the airplane or not a song. They did a show 10 minutes off the airplane, all five of them in Minnesota weather. And they're mostly all Texans, uh, <laughs> Minnesota weather. It was a blustery 57 degrees. I'm pretty sure that's how, Bless God. <laughs> but, uh, the growth and just the opportunity of, of spinning. Now, Jen Ford's down in Texas uh, doing tours with Dom Kurz and BJ Leggett, who we had brought up in that touring. So, again, not here to step on your toes or, or steal your baby, but uh, I had this flash in my head, the road trip tour, and just uh, get some some dudes and dudettes on the same place, same time, and just go and enjoy life and uh, play some music. And I don't know if you're a beverage consumer but uh have a couple cocktails along the way and just enjoy life uh, it's we I, I get really excited about that stuff but that's off the subject and it was a touching song only in the fact like dan said it, it's absolutely raw it's it's original it is from the heart and I, I sorry for your loss i mean i know that's what created that opportunity and Unfortunately, that loss created the opportunity, and uh, we get the gift of of your craft at that point. And hey, can I ask? Can I ask one other question? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What What did that song do for you when you when you completed it, or what was your journey in that song? It was literally me. Uh, so, so the thing most people don't know about me is I started life eating out of a dumpster. And then I grew up in foster care and it, and it wasn't a good foster care. Like they had motion sensors on the floor and everything else. So to me, I wasn't allowed to express my emotions. So I'd, I'd write them down. And in order to, in order to be able to talk about them, I'd, I'd write them down and I'd, I'd put it away. And so to me, it was my outlet. It, it was, it was, how I was able to come to terms with the fact that this man who had been at post foster care, such a monumental part of my life. Like we went fishing 
overnight three to four times a week. Like he stepped in and was that, that role model that I needed coming out and, and to lose him, it, it was all I knew to do was to sit and just write. And I actually, I put it away. It wasn't until January of this year that I started putting my music out or anything. And so I was looking for something on the, on an old laptop and it came up and I, and I opened it and all I thought was I'm supposed to be writing a song for my very first one that, that this has to be it. Um, That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I've done the foster care thing. Um, as the foster parent, I've worked in with adjudicated delinquents. <laughs> that, that was where you were at in life. And, and I am always just blown away by the stories that we hear or I hear. Um, I just don't get these pieces. And I know it, it might seem odd to, to make this statement. It might be a piece that uh, um, I don't know where you sit with family right now. I mean, but uh, I'm hoping that, and again, this is another piece at the People's Patriot Project. Um, I don't know if that sounds like a militant group. I know some people might argue that fact, but uh, we are family, and uh, we invite you into our world, and we invite you to be part of what uh, what's going on here. And I'm excited to see the growth and where this family can go and what we can do together. And uh, I, I can't apologize. I want to say sorry for the stuff you've been through in life, but uh, I feel like you, you're managing that through a your music and b uh, you're getting on with yourself. Um, we're here for you, brother. Just so you know, I I can honestly say if I could go back and change anything, I honestly wouldn't, because I wouldn't be the person that I am today without those things having happened because now I'm, I'm more empathetic towards situations of others. I'm, I'm able to speak at foster parent conventions. I'm able to use everything bad that happened and turn it into good for someone else. And so I, I live by the mantra. If I can change one person's life a day, if I die that night, I can die a happy person. You're a blessing brother. You're a blessing. That's what you are. That is. So as a language arts teacher, I've taken so many writing classes. And part of me thinks, you know, these pop country people that I appreciate, but not a lot of people seem to love them. Um, the writing that comes from tragedy, loss, hardship, um, and then exuberant joy. When a child is born, when you win an award, right? Those are the moments that make the music. You can write a story about anything all day long. But um, a lot of writing coaches that I visited with are like, you know what? Quit your job and go live in your car for a, for a year. Um, go go stay in a neighborhood you wouldn't even deem fit for, you know, the, the strongest of people. Um, and that's where it comes from. And you, you came through that quite naturally. You know, um, kudos to you. And, and that's the stuff that will make That'll make the music. That'll make it, all the writing come together. Well, and the great pieces are, for some reason you you establish the tools you need to have. Not not everyone, and there are a lot of foster kids out there. Um, there are a lot of kids that don't have the tools, and 
the the knockdown is just another knockdown and there's never a chance for them to get back up and so um not <laughs> we had love to advocate that there's a, a second level to the people's patriot project and we've taken care of our veterans and first responders first and then we get into the, the taking nurturing and caring of uh, of children as well and um we'll get there we let us get this thing built up and we'll get our kids taken care of but it's it's actually kind of a segue back to the piece dan was talking about with some of the sufferings our female and the veteran and first responder world and I'm not here to take and knock away the women piece, but one of the things I'm absolutely blown away, first of all, there's an acronym and a phrase and statement for the veteran world of military sexual trauma. And a gigantic part of that is the trauma that happens to males as well. That that blow that part blows me away, and I don't get it, and I don't understand it, and it, it's it's not in my makeup to to understand those pieces. It's why my first degree was in psychology, and I had to get out of it because tell people to cowboy the f up was not probably a good <laughs> practical way of practicing. So, uh, um, but there's a lot of people that get a heavy basket of of crap that they have to carry around, and I don't I don't get it, and. So it, these are, and again, I, I know uh, Alyssa is going to share the story when she comes on and the, the opportunity, opportunity of poetry and songwriting and, and getting the word out. But what this is for everyone to understand is it's an opportunity to share your story. Now, if you are a person that thinks is just going to social media and throwing your stuff out there constantly is going to get you a healing. I'm going to tell you right now, you might run into a little problem. Um, you got to find a way to constructively do that and find a way to get a nurturing in that. If you're throwing your stuff out there for the entire world to read, I'm, I promise you the trolls and the rest of the world that, uh, that feeds off that stuff isn't going to help you. I, and again, zero attacks here, but I, I've seen it. I've seen both brothers and sisters throw their stuff out there. And I also tell you that you might get a phone call or a message from me saying, how can we help you and uh, anyone else from my team? Because that's that's what we do. And so um, we're always on the lookout for those that are in need. We're always on the lookout for those that might just need a, a, a helping hand and, and a push along or a pull along. And that's, again, uh, Dan. Tell us what's next with uh, Check Operation Check Six. Hey, we uh, we continue to do our local songwriting stuff. Um, looking forward, so forward to to working with y'all because, I mean, it's such a blessing for y'all to reach out, and it's just crazy how stars kind of align, and and it's about connections, and uh, we've talked about this before too, the connections that are sometimes beyond our control in a good way. And I love the analogy that you used about putting your stuff out on social media. It's terrifying. And the way I view it, and I'm glad you brought it up, is uh, those those are uh, indicators for help and to be able to reach out to those folks. So what we would like to do, my big goals, I always have big plans. We want to go mobile. Um, one thing we've learned with first responders and you alluded and, and military heroes is they aren't typically going to come to us we have to go to them and whether it be something physical like in a veteran's home so we would like to build a little mobile studio um so we can travel uh locally and 
and go to these places and do these things. Give them an opportunity. Give them a guitar for a day. Give it to them forever. Uh, whatever changes their lives and show them a couple chords and and just give them something different for that day and allow them to express themselves and maybe let go of some of this trauma or or what's been bugging them maybe for decades. There's a great point in that, Dan. And uh, one of the things that uh, we've come to find out is a lot of the trauma our veterans and first responders suffer from is the the stuff that existed prior to service. And it just ends up being a compounded piece. And the first point the finger is it was service that got me where I'm at. And then you end up having the conversation, okay, service has happened. Okay, what, what happened before? And it, it's not a piece to, to say or to minimize. It's just a piece to say, let's find a way to recalibrate those thoughts. We, we're not fixers. Uh, uh, me and our team have decided we're not going to fix anybody. We are going to help with uh, building relationships, and we are going to make sure that we're creating experiences that recalibrate that that thought piece and when people have the chance to let go of that stuff they'll have the opportunity to do that but the, the part is they hold on to that crap because they get buried in with everything else that they're dealing with and there's not one thing that's helping lighten their load and that's what we try to come in and do is find one thing that we can help to lighten the load and maybe lighten the load is to be able to strum on a guitar and or write their words down for a song for a musician to sing for them or yeah it's again and this has been just a, a magical creation and opportunity of us getting together dan and yeah. i'm really excited to see what happens with wayland here as well it's, oh me uh, too man he talk about talent the, you're you're amazing i've been listening to your stuff for a couple of days now wayland and it's just like I feel like I'm walking right alongside you most of the time through your music. And and one, one of the things you asked, what what's in the future for us? We have so much material right now. Um, and a clock is what, right twice a day, right? And there's more collaboration going on now. So every now and then you'll hit that one, uh, a song, singer-songwriter will. But it's, it seems like everyone's collaborating this day and age. And maybe what you start with isn't what you end with. But I think that's success. I love it. And, and we're going to continue this conversation. Uh, one of our staff has just posted the, the link. If you like what you're hearing and you appreciate what's happening, we have stars now on WP3. And as far, I'm not 100% confident, but I think it's on the People's Patriot Project page. Uh, we're still trying to get WP3 radio over, and we're still trying to get We Got Your 6 at 6 over. But if you see the stars and you like it and you hit it, uh, that does help support what we're doing with veterans and first responders, and it helps us uh, take care of those that reach out to us for help. Wayland, what's up next? What's your next song? Uh, so uh, Walls would be next. And actually, uh, a shameless little self-plug, I will actually be performing these and a few new ones um, in Katy, Texas on July 8th at the I Got Your Six event. Very cool. Did you say and, August? What What is the date on it? Uh, July 8th and 9th over in Katy, <laughs> Texas. It's the I Got Your Six event. I'll actually be opening up for the band Steel, which is not nerve-wracking at all. No, not at all. You're... You'll end up stealing the show, and then you'll 
someone's gonna have to open to you for you one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd be fine with that. Uh, so walls is, is the next one, um, and it actually I wrote it because whenever we get hurt, it doesn't matter how you're hurt, we all put up walls and we all say the same thing. Well, whoever comes along next is going to have to get past these walls, but we, we try to hold them up. Um, it, it's just one of those deals where, you know, you may not even have the walls knocked down and that person may slip right past all the walls and you not even not even know what's going on. I, 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 I tell my girlfriend that a lot that I, I asked her how she managed to do that and she said magic. So I, I looked at her and said, a black magic woman. Oh, there it is. <laughs> we got Waylon McMullen with Walls. You got walls. I knock them down. Promise to keep you safe and sound. You've been hurt. A time or two I prove my heart In love is true We've all been there And we all know It's little scars That don't show The ones that could The most deep But your trust I will keep But the memories of the past Ain't hurt so bad Girl, put on that smile, don't be sad Cause I'm here to stay, I'm not running now I'll be here waiting when your walls come down As the tears run down your cheek, I sit and wait Week after week, praying so hard, it's not too late. I hope your past you can't escape. But the memories of the past, they hurt so bad. Girl, put on that smile, don't be sad. Cause I'm here to stay, I'm not running now. I'll be here waiting when your walls come down. good i'm sorry i found myself singing along already at the end of that so i'm actually switching that up a little bit next time um 
I get into the studio, I'm actually having a, a female vocalist join me, and we're going to change the last half into oh. a female singing. That way it goes the guy singing to the girl, and then the girl singing to the guy. I like that. And yeah. I, I was thinking during the whole time, we have something called the Graphene Dome we're developing right now, and it's kind of funny how you said you can't figure out how your girlfriend got around that wall. But uh, that's called infiltration. It's called <laughs> letting your guard down, and it's called not seeing the gap in your uh, your. I can't think of the technical <laughs> thing right now, but um, and we do that. We do that. We let our guard down, and boom, the people we care about all of a sudden are there. And uh, I thought I was thinking theme song for Graphene Dome is you know that wall. It doesn't need to come down. People will figure it out. They'll find the chink in the armor, and we'll uh, get you taken care of. And uh, no, I love the song though. It was, uh, and again, another great message. That singer songwriter. I almost wish you were doing these live for us tonight because then we get to get the real robustness of the of the song from you. But that's okay. all right. So I'll I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh... You'll, you'll get a sneak peek really quick of something right. that I'm going to be in the studio hopefully soon. Uh, being a singer-songwriter, uh, it does get difficult to get into the being grassroots, um, to get into the studio as much as I'd like to. Because, yeah, be, be, being a dad and everything, all, all that adds up. Um, but anyway, so I, I've got a question for y'all. Yeah. Whenever you care for someone and they say, I love you, what do you say back? Wow. Um, okay. Actually, watch. I have it right here. I got a I love you more. That's my okay. thing. I, I love, love you more. more. Yeah. I like what do you say, Dan? I say I know. No, I don't. I say I love you. <laughs> no, no. My wife's nickname's the Badger. I wouldn't dare do that. Uh, I just I simply tell her I love her too, man. <laughs> Let me share my piece real quick. So my piece is, I feel like our world has minimized the value of the word love. I feel like, for example, a lot of people just rattle off, I love you. And then the, the response to that is, I love you. And that's called ping pong in my world. And, and okay. I'm not a ping pong. So I've adopted, and I use the words with you. Um, and that's my thing. And sometimes I have to explain it to people. But when I see that you're hurting and I see you're not in a place, I say with you. And that's what I do. I like it. So actually, Andrea's goes off of that. But I do like, I, I, I really like um, what you were saying, Mark. So a lot of times we don't quantify it. We, we just, we do, we just rattle it off. But uh, so it's like saying, I love you to the moon and back. That quantifies it. It says, I love you this much. But so the song and and I, I was actually um, I was at my girlfriend's whenever I wrote this. It actually didn't take me more than five minutes to write it, which always seems to be how like some of my best songs come out. But it it goes <clears throat> and and keep in mind I hate doing acapella, but we're we're gonna do this. So the chorus goes like this. So it goes. So when you say I love you, well, I love you more, 
more than all the lonely nights i love you more more than all the silly fights i love you more more each moment than the last i love you more that's why i want us to last that's awesome that's gonna be awesome yes it literally puts okay. in just saying, hey, I know there's, there's going to be so much crap we go through, but I love you more than all of it. Because mm -hmm. it is. It's how, how hard would it be to recognize? I know I F up. I know you F up. And that's probably not. I'm committing to get through that. I'm committing to have this conversation. It's, it's like a it's like I apologize now for what we're going to see in the future, but. Yep. It's it's having that contract of saying we're going to get through this no matter. Isn't what. it like past, present, and future though too? Right? Yeah. I love you from who you are, what we are now together, and for what we will be. Love that. Well done. What a special gift! Only in the fact, and that I'm changing it, but sticking here with it. Uh, we've ran our hour course, and uh, a lot of people sometimes like to hang with us, and a lot of people. I'm going to let you know re-establish what the mission of the People's Patriot Project is and what our plan is to go in the near future. And uh, we just love you being here. Uh, we we lock this in for an hour every week. And uh, because this is not on primetime television, we get to say when we're done. And so uh, we appreciate everyone that's around. And if you got to go, go. We will see you next time. Uh, remember, we do our debrief every Friday uh, at 3.30, telling you what the People's Patriot Project is doing. We do. We got your six for the sake of sharing what other missions and boots-on-the-ground organizations are doing across the country and what our amazing, gifted, and talented musicians that just happen to be also veterans and first responders are doing. And uh, just keep hanging on if you want to keep hanging on. If not, we'll see you later. We haven't done the news yet, Andrea. No, we have not done the news. You're right. Okay, I will make it really quick. How's that? Um, Fair enough. Ah, hang on. I have to get back to the original version. Um, so let me just tell you, today is Father's Day. Can I just throw that out there? Um, we got you. Today's Father's Day. Um, and I do want to give a little recognition to the Juneteenth Um I haven't always understood everything about Juneteenth, but I saw an amazing story. I think it was on Good Morning America today about a family who used Ancestry.com to, to trace their roots back to their great-great-grandfather, their mom's great-great-grandfather, and they found relatives. And he was, uh, he was a slave until he was 29, if I remember right. And um, so then when he was released, he, he got his things in order. And he um, so he had been sold separate from his family and was able they're able to put it back together now. So that's kind of his dream come true three generations later. Um, so I like those stories. That can be a that can be a real cool thing. Um, so, again, let's remember it's PTSD Awareness Month. Um, all month. Let's just keep track of, oh man, let's just do our six all the time, every day. And um, this week is the National Veterans Golden Age Games. And we're not there yet, but um, Peterson's pretty close. So the National Veterans Golden Age Games is a national multi-event sports competition designed to improve the health and quality of life of older veterans in the United States. The games are held annually 
and veterans can participate regardless of their ability level. The VA hosts the National Veterans Golden Age Games as a rehabilitation event focused on the health and well-being of veterans who are 55 and older. And if he's smart, he will make zero comments right now about age. The games promote <laughs> the importance of exercise for older veterans and encourage athletes to continue participating in physical activity and athletic events in their home communities. So I did not. I should have gone to check and see what is going on. But um, I tell you what, when I was making these up, uh, we got another crisis call. But I will tell, tell you guys about that next week. Um, and then on the 23rd, the Coast Guard Auxiliary Birthday, um, the armed forces are made up of active duty components supplemented by reserve forces, but there is non-military and unpaid civilian auxiliary that exists for two branches, the Air Force and the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard is considered military service, but not part of the Defense Department, which is an important distinction from the Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marine Corps counterparts. The Coast Guard Auxiliary is, as mentioned above, an unpaid force of volunteers who perform duties similar to or in support of the regular Coast Guard. Legislation passed in the mid-1990s that authorized the Auxiliary to support any Coast Guard missions that were not involving law enforcement or real-world military operations. What was the reference on age? I, what was that? Dude, 55 is the golden age. <laughs> okay. 55 is? Okay. Look at how golden we get closer and closer. I can't believe you set it up and then I'm supposed to be quiet. That's you can't say or it's not polite to reveal a woman's age. So bite <laughs> I didn't say it. What's that? I said you're 28 though, aren't you? I, yeah, yeah. A couple of times I've celebrated that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to play it. that game of like, oh, it's the third anniversary of my 29th birthday. And then that one, you know, slips away. It slips. My oldest is uh, 31. So I teach seventh and eighth graders and they have a fun time guessing my age. And I eat that up every day. And then this year, this year, like eighth graders got really smart. And one of the boys was like, wait. If you have a 31 year old son, I'm like, okay, you can stop your thinking right there. <laughs> Nobody thinks that through. So he pretty much nailed it right straight. Tammy, you're awesome because you get to own it. And uh, we, we're still struggling with uh, getting there. And you ran right past <laughs> it and uh, just keep running. And we just don't have that energy. I think that's what it comes down to. Waylon, what's next for you, brother? Uh, music wise, or share oh. with what you want to share. Uh, honestly, I have no idea. And well, if I su can suggest, make sure you go try the Wagyu burger at Arby's because it's delicious. That's <laughs> gross. I, 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 I will have to try that. Um, no, but but like, as for life. I, I don't know. I, I've had so many unexpected things happen recently that, that are good. I, I mean, yeah, just like anything good, it gets countered with some, some bad things here and there and you just kind of roll with it. But I, I tell you what, instead of trying to control my life for once, I'm just rolling with it. How, how awesome is that, that you can be in that position? And that's, I think we work so hard to plan the day in and day out and, you know, 
let's and, and we're in a position where we kind of have to. I I was the guy that used to coast and just say, yeah, life is good, life is good. I never checked the weather. I never checked the weather because I don't care what the weather is going to be because regardless, I got to go outside. I got to do what I need to do, whether it's snowing, <laughs> raining, or anything else. It doesn't matter. The weather doesn't matter. Now I, I got to kind of care sometimes. Because you're crotchety. It's because you're a crotchety old guy. <laughs> I, I'm voting that Waylon has the most interesting job because he, he just vividly described giving a shark a haircut. And no. uh, <laughs> that's not happening no, with me. So, so outside of that, I actually, I teach online classes to, to kids around the world. Uh, parent, parents are always able to sign their kids up and I teach marine biology to kids. Love- that's so cool. I that so love that. Awesome. Do you know I have two fears in life and sharks are number two? I'm sorry. Everywhere I, I swim in the lake and all I can think of is product. Oh, I'm you the product. Share number product. one now, too. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't know where to go with How that. about this? It can go hand in hand when I'm. <laughs> Yeah. It goes hand in hand when I'm parasailing. Those fears collide huge, huge. Parasailing and and sharks. That's where you're so, going. So right she's now. scared of Sharknado. That, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Don't hang out with Tammy. Tammy loves it. So Tammy loves that. She's grateful. <laughs> um but no, I'm 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 just gonna keep pushing the music. Uh slowly try to find ways into the the studio more often yeah it's just slowly just trying to expand i i have an amazing manager that that helps me out with things um it's just one thing after another sugar rose what is up and so it's just slowly pushing ahead taking one day at a time well is there and again we usually save conversation like this to to, for our post show where we have the discussion of collaboration, but is there anything we can do to help you get into the studio more? Uh, teach me how to crowdsource better. Oh, oh. We've got, we can take yeah. you along for that ride as we're learning. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, every single time getting into the studio runs me a thousand dollars. So like, um, you, you, you find me slowly pawning things in order to, get into the studio yeah we don't need to do that we let's we'll this guy in the bottom with you he's uh we're working on some stuff we'll we're We're working out we're working out some stuff that's where the whole hey i'm i'm down my my in-laws live in the valley all winter so we'll we'll get this rig that we want to get and we'll just pull right up in your driveway and your girlfriend will be all mad at us because like she sings too (laughs) really perfect oh my uh, okay and I don't say this lightly, she can sing circles around me. And and, and it's old country, like Loretta Lynn style. Oh, I love that. Like, seeing circles around me, I could not be prouder of her and the fact that she's starting her journey. I, I, I want to admit that to her, the fact that I think she can sing circles around me, but she can. Well, we would be like we would be like cousin Eddie pulling up there and uh, <laughs> <laughs> popping the old manhole cover up. How awesome would that be to have this mobile unit actually like on the outside look like the RV from? Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. but on the inside it's just a plush, oh, yeah. just amazing thing. Hide in plain sight. It would be absolutely, 
Absolutely. I just what the amazing piece here now is we are jigsawing this thing to death, and it is just. I think this is going to happen. I'm going to. I'm going to tell you right now. This is going to happen. Um, so Dan Hudson, what's next for you? What's next for me? Who knows what's next for me? Um, I was. I was alluding to we're going to continue the songwriting stuff, but uh, we uh, we're going to continue to collect material. We're going to continue to try and make music locally and and give uh, give some of our national performers a. Uh, a pseudo polished product that they can massage into their own, um, maybe work work together with. Uh, really reach out to our first responder crew. We we have a lot of veterans, but the first responder's been a uh, a tough shell to crack in this world because that stigma, like you alluded to earlier, it's it's tough. So I've been doing a lot of public speaking. I've got about seven dates lined up through 2023, and I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, Everybody's asking me if I'm going to write another book, and that is not going to happen. <laughs> that is a lot more work than I had anticipated. But That's a new decision piece, but if that's something you wanted to do, we would uh, make sure. Maybe don't, don't check it off the list yet. How's that? How do you type, Mark? Maybe. Good typer. We, <laughs> we got people. We got people. It, it was actually I, I when I wrote that book, it was for me. I, I did it for myself. I just Fair because enough. you know having having PTSD and struggling with it, I was forgetting so much stuff and it terrified me. And I started sure. writing it down. And it wasn't meant to be a legacy or anything like that. And being <laughs> trying to be humble, I just really didn't want. I really you're, didn't you're, want. You're getting oh, called out, brother. Oh, stop. <laughs> uh, see, I'm being told what to do again. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, her, man. She's my she saved my life. I love Angie too, but I, you told me that's your account, so I don't know if we're talking <laughs> to you or your wife. Well, it was. Well, I said it was my account. <laughs> I just let it go, man. I let it go. Jeez. This guy, he's just all about him. Uh, she I'm, saved my life. I mean, she truly is. Amen, sister. Amen. Doing I'm excited this. to meet your wife. I'm excited to meet your wife. I am. She's a and, she's a wild one. I love her to death, and uh, <laughs> and uh, she drives me every day. She's been so supportive of this, and I've got all these guitars and all this music. Yes, you are the boss, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she supported every bit of it. So I'm very lucky. And she does not like to public speak. She likes to hide behind computers. And she's hide. doing a good job here, and she can come do this all day long if she wants. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast right now, we have uh, some of our guests are slipping in and saying some stories and some pieces about our guest, Mr. Hudson. His wife is here sharing. He's not done writing this book, and uh, his story is far from being over, and I, I agree. I agree, but I don't get to say what other people do. And, uh, but he does, so, yeah. <laughs> so, Waylon, um, let's do our, your last song, brother. I got to say one thing yes. before you do. So there was a little bit of talk in our group and on the outskirts about being named Waylon and getting into music. And that's a that's a name to live up to. Um, I think you've done it. I wanted to say from from what I've heard so far, um, good job, good job. There's no challenges out there for you. You got it, you got it. 
Uh, and I guess we're jumping the gun real good, real quick, because we should share that we are the the beacon and opportunity uh, for those who might need a little bit of help. We're also the opportunity for people that want to continue to serve or have a chance to serve and never had the chance to serve. We do have an event coming up in August 13th here in Minnesota. On uh, It's called the Ride to Remember. Uh, we do want to do a shout out because we have some of the greatest coming up to Minnesota. We'll get uh, Waylon here in the ne- near future, but we got Shannon Book and Deliberately Broken, Scotty Hasing and TJ JT. Thompson. Oh, yeah, thank you. JT, I, that's me. My, it's okay. You're okay. And the Gunslingers, uh, an amazing event to help support local veterans here in the state of Minnesota. It is a combat veteran motorcycle association sanctioned ride. And so uh, check out our webpage, check out our Facebook page, check out Ride to Remember and take care of that. Um, and if you're in Minnesota, come be part of the fun. I know Dan's going to be coming and showing up there. Andrea, Tammy, uh, the list is kind of long and it's going to, it'll be fun. Um, is Rachel Jess, on the line right now? Jess is coming as well. No, no, I'm just, just calling out. Okay. Yeah. Rachel Felsky uh, is one of the curators of the event. Uh, um, it'll be a good time with, I'm telling you right now, the best lineup in the state of Minnesota, you, you won't find a better lineup. And I'm telling you that, I mean, I will I will give you a, what do you call it, a, a, a refund if you come and you you don't like these guys. Uh, Shannon Book is out of this world. Uh, Mr. Hastings is out of this world. And uh, uh, JT and the Gunslingers, just amazing. They're amazing. amazing they are an amazing group, JT and the Gunslingers. They, they do a version of Loretta that you will never forget. Oh, yeah. And the amazing pieces we're showcasing these musicians because they're all veterans. That's why we do it. And uh, they've done a little bit more, have a little bit more skin in the game, and they uh, they have uh, had the chance to put their their craft out there. So, with that said, um, Waylon, tell us about your last song, brother. Uh, so the last song I wrote because. I, I knew what it felt like to lose my identity whenever I was medically discharged. Like I knew what it felt like to be lost. Um, I, I, I do enjoy a drink here and there. I, 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 I do enjoy a nice Jack and Coke, but I moderate myself and I actually will set a Dr. Pepper right next to me as just kind of a reminder. Um, because of the fact that Whenever I got out for about five months, I was drinking about $2,000 worth of alcohol a month and just trying to self-sabotage myself because I didn't feel like I was worth anything anymore. I didn't know who I was supposed to be. I It, it hit me. And so I put myself into that moment whenever I wrote that song. And even though I was stateside the entire time, it doesn't matter whether you're deployed overseas or you're stateside or what you are. Every military vet feels lost whenever they no longer call themselves a soldier. I I mean, you're transitioning into a veterans and it's difficult. And so I wrote from my perspective, what that's like. And basically it addresses the 22 a day. 
I mean, yes. it's not awesome because it exists, but um, we have Mr. Waylon McMullen with I've Got Your Six. you can't come back home that you are just too broken and the walls they're closing in that there's only one way out listen to these words I say now you're a soldier you're a fighter Stand strong You must battle These demons No matter the cost You've got people Who love you Even when you don't think you do Cause I've got your sick is what I'm telling you Twenty-two a day is twenty-two too much So many are losing the ones that they love They want you here Instead of anywhere else You may feel lost But we're here to help Your scars don't show But they run deep We can only imagine The secrets you have to keep You're a soldier You're a fighter Stand strong battle these demons no matter the cost you've got people who love you even when you don't think you do cause I've got your six is what I'm telling you tempting it may be to check out early and leave everything that you feel like a burden to all around so you stay to yourself and you don't make a sound but I'm telling you these thoughts they ain't true you're loved you're wanted and we would miss you Cause we are soldiers We are fighters We must stand strong We must battle 
these demons No matter the cost Cause there's people who love us Even when we don't think they do Remember I've got your six Is what I'm telling you I've got your six Is what I'm Telling you Fuck off.